Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, a winning day on Friday. And my oh my, does it feel good to say that. So let's recap the winning card for you. My college basketball handicap goes two and two. Could have been better. Could have been worse. I lose Mac Daddy Hoops play of the day on Iona. Minus the 12. They just couldn't hit the free throws down the stretch. Couldn't get the stop when I needed it. They ultimately win the game by 10, and I lose the ticket. On the flip side of the Ivy, I cash on Columbia, minus the nine. They hit the free throws I needed. They got the stop I needed, and I cashed the ticket by the point. I'll take it. A win's a win. I cash on Columbia, minus the nine. I lose on Georgetown, plus the 10 at home against Villanova. Villanova's playing much better basketball. I knew it was a dangerous bet. I felt like Georgetown, they gave their heart on Friday night. They played a tough, tough basketball game. They just don't have enough talent right now. So I was wrong about that bet, and I lose the ticket. Then on the nightcap in the Mountain West, I had San Diego State minus the 6.5. I was wrong about the injury speculation again. Donovan Dent ended up going for New Mexico. I did not expect him to go. At six and a half, I probably would have had no action had I known Dent was going to go. Lucky for me, I put the bet in already, so I was stuck with it, and it cashed. Yes, the Aztecs get the job done. They hit the key shots down the stretch, and now they are 7-0 and at home in Mountain West Conference action, winning all seven games by double digits. That's a tough place to play. You also backed that one on Twitter, so thank you for the votes, and thank you for the winner on the Aztecs. College baseball, how about this? Opening day, we go 3-0. and Good pitching over good hitting. Get ready for it. I'll say that a lot during the Major League Baseball season. It was nice to have it work out on opening day. We cash on Indiana and Duke under the 11 and a half. We cash on Boston College and Ohio State under the 12 and a half. And we cash on Kansas State and Cal under the 12 and a half. Then the coin flip in the NHL. It was the Hurricanes and the Coyotes. Under the six, we pushed that one, so no action there. But you add it all together, make three and a half units, and I'm a happy camper. So that's the past. Now, let's get to the card for Saturday and see if we can make it back-to-back. So it's a heavy college basketball card here. I wanted some college baseball again, but unfortunately, as I record this podcast, there's no line, so I have no option to bet college baseball. But let's start in the Big East. It's a good one. It's Creighton, minus the two and a half at Butler. No, I'm not going to touch Marquette at UConn. I'm staying away from that game. In this one, the Blue Jays look for revenge after losing 99-98 in the first meeting. Both teams shot over 54% in that game. Butler hit 13 of 22 from beyond the arc. Oh boy, they were lights out. Butler has won five of seven games. Their only two losses during that stretch against UConn and Marquette, both by single digits. And as we know, that's number one and number four in the country. Respectable losses there. So Thad Mata has the Bulldogs playing some good basketball. They have seven top 100 wins. They have the fourth best offense in the Big East and the ninth best defense. That ninth best on D is the reason why I'm excited to back Creighton in this game. The Blue Jays have scored 80 or more points in six of their last seven games. They're averaging 89 points per game during that stretch. Coach Max Jays have quality road wins this year at Xavier, at Seton Hall, and at Nebraska. They also have some cupcake wins at Oklahoma State, DePaul, and Georgetown. 
Creighton ranks third on defense, fourth on offense. Hinkle, we know, is not an easy place to play, but someone had me looking at Final Four future odds tonight, and Creighton is one of those teams that I would strongly consider given the current price. They're the 18th best team on offense. They're the 29th best team on defense in all the country. This was a preseason top 10 team for a reason. They're good on both ends of the floor. I like Creighton to get a few more stops this time around. I don't see Butler hitting over 50% of their triples tonight. So give me the Blue Jays minus the two and a half on the road at Butler. Next up, we go to the Pac-12. It's Colorado minus the one and a half at USC. So this is actually one of my favorite spots. You have a favorite that was upset on Thursday when Colorado lost at UCLA. And the Bruins are playing good defense. I watched that game, and yes, UCLA is a whole lot better than they were back in November and December. And then you have the underdog on the other side that pulled off an upset win over Utah on Thursday, that being USC, of course. And Colorado badly needs the split here for their NC2A tournament hopes. They beat USC by 10 in the first meeting, and the tempo of this game should be much more in line with how Colorado likes to play. USC has already lost five games at home this season. Utah was their best win of the year, and the Utes only shot four of 21 from beyond the arc in that game. I would expect the Buffaloes to be much, much better tonight, so I'm going to lay the one and a half here. Give me Colorado minus the one and a half on the road at USC. I continue the trend of road teams. Next up, we go to the Big Ten. Roll your eyes now. It's Wisconsin minus the one at Iowa. So the Badgers ended their four-game losing skit on Tuesday with an eight-point win over Ohio State. That was enough for the Buckeyes to show Chris Holtman the door. Wisconsin ranks number four on offense, number six on defense. They've won away from home beating both Virginia and SMU on a neutral floor. Then they won at Michigan State, at Ohio State, and at Minnesota in conference play. But they have dropped three consecutive games on the road at Nebraska, Michigan, and Rutgers. Last couple there, a little bit of a head-scratcher. The Badgers beat the Hawkeyes in the first meeting by 11. Iowa is 4-3 and three at home in the Big Ten with losses to Michigan, Purdue, and Maryland. Best win of the season for Iowa was beating Nebraska at home. They don't have a ton of marquee wins yet. Coach Franz Club ranks fifth on offense, 13th on defense. Carver Hawkeye is the 27th best home court edge in the country. But I still see Final Four potential in these Badgers. So give me Bucky the Badger, Wisconsin, on the road, minus the one at Iowa. Next up on the card, we go to the ACC. It's Virginia minus the two and a half against Wake Forest. So I went back and forth on this game. I really like a lot of the metrics for the Demon Deacons, but I wouldn't feel right jumping off the Virginia bandwagon after having an eight-game win streak end this week with Pittsburgh hitting 14 threes against them. The Cavaliers still shot 50% in the game, but it wasn't enough to overcome the barrage of three-pointers from the Panthers. Wake Forest beat the Cavaliers in the first meeting, 66-47. to That does concern me. Virginia in that game shot only 28% from the field. Wake Forest shot over 50%. So I would expect those numbers to even out a little bit today. The Demon Deacons played tough at Duke earlier this week, losing by eight. They have eight 
top 100 wins this season. They ranked third on offense, fourth on defense. So a nice balanced ball club. Meanwhile, Virginia ranks sixth on offense, number three on defense. This will not be an easy matchup, after, but after having their 23-game home court winning streak end, I would expect a much better defensive effort today from Virginia. So give me the Cavaliers, minus the two and a half at home over Wake Forest. Next up, we go to bonus bets. I have three of them. I'm going to start in the Big 12. It's another road team. It's Kansas, minus the one and a half at Oklahoma. So I'm done speculating on injuries. Uh, I seem to get fooled every time. I hope everyone is a go for Kansas, but after losing by 29 at Texas Tech on Monday, having Bill Self ejected from the game, losing their fourth straight road game, I expect a spirited effort from the Jayhawks today. No knock on Oklahoma. I just expect much better from Kansas today. That's the handicap. I'm going to lay the one and a half. Rock Chalk Jayhawk. Give me Kansas minus the one and a half at Oklahoma. Next up, we head to the first of two games I'm going to bet on the Summit. It's Oral Roberts minus the one and a half against North Dakota. So everyone is bunched together in the Summit with these two teams as the most surprising teams in the conference. North Dakota is actually the league leader. Meanwhile, the defending champ in preseason number two, Oral Roberts, is currently in eighth place. The teams are separated by just three games. North Dakota led wire to wire in the first meeting, winning by 10 thanks to a 15 rebound edge, including 16 to 8 on the offensive glass. The Golden Eagles have dropped three consecutive games by double digits to the second, third, and fourth best teams in the conference. Meanwhile, the Fighting Hawks are coming off a nice 14-point win at Denver on Thursday. They've actually won eight of nine basketball games. Paul Sather is doing a tremendous job on the sideline this year. North Dakota is in first place in the conference, but they still rank fifth on both ends of the court in efficiency numbers. They've won four straight on the road, but Oral Roberts has yet to lose back-to-back at home this year. I expect the Golden Eagles to get this one. I'm going to lay the one and a half with Oral Roberts at home over North Dakota. Then my final college basketball handicap in the card is also in the Summit League. It's South Dakota State minus the one and a half at Omaha. So the preseason conference favorite South Dakota State is just a half a game back in the standings after losing at UMKC on Thursday by five. These two played a track meet earlier this season in Brookings, South Dakota, with the Jacks winning it 90 to 87. South Dakota State is the fourth best team at offense third-best team on defense. They are battle-tested, having played four top 100 teams this season. They lost to George Mason by two. They lost to Central Florida by three, Akron by six. They've won on the road this year at Southern Miss, at Wichita State, at St. Thomas, and at rival South Dakota. They can win on the road. Meanwhile, the Mavericks of Nebraska-Omaha have won five of their last six home games. Their lone loss during that stretch was against UMKC. The Mavericks are actually number one on offense in the conference. They're number seven on defense. This will likely be another track meet, but I think the Jacks still have the talent edge, so I'm going to back the road team here. Give me South Dakota State, minus the one and a half, on the road at Omaha. Then my coin flip in the NHL, I selected the early game between the LA Kings and the Boston Bruins. 
Total of five and a half in this one. Heads it is. I'm on the over five and a half between the Kings and the Bruins. So let's recap my card for a Saturday. In the Big East, it's Creighton minus the two and a half at Butler. In the Pac-12, I'm on Colorado minus the one and a half at USC. In the Big Ten, on Wisconsin, the Badgers minus the one at Iowa. In the ACC, I'm on Virginia, minus the two and a half against Wake Forest. In the Big 12, I'm on Kansas, minus the one and a half at Oklahoma. In the Summit, I'm on Oral Roberts, minus the one and a half against North Dakota. In the Summit, I'm on South Dakota State, minus the one and a half at Omaha. So I have a heavy dose of favorites, and I have a heavy dose of road teams. Oh boy, I'm playing with fire today. And then, my coin flip in the NHL, I'm on the Kings and the Bruins, over the five and a half. So that's my card for a Saturday. As always, everyone, enjoy the games. Manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.